Second half about to get underway. 28-23 at halftime. Like that. Take for that. Houston. Or for San Diego State, sorry. Uh, we got the other, we got we got something going on right now in Miami, Houston. I hate it. Yeah, we got something going on. Al, yeah, Alabama at least keeping it close. It's kind of the same though. You got a twenty-eight twenty-three lead at halftime for San Diego State over Alabama. But Miami's up twenty-nine twenty-three on Houston right I now. Can't there's, have this. By the way, there's still can't seven minutes to go. Look at the difference in those scores. Can't have this. At halftime, San Diego State is up twenty-eight twenty-three with seven minutes and fifteen seconds to go. Miami's up twenty-nine twenty-three on Houston. Yeah, man, I don't like what I'm seeing there. Houston's still a two and a half point favorite though on the live spread. So there's that. The total's up to one fifty and a half for the game, not the half. Man, I'm trying to see what's going Obviously. on here right now, and so. Houston is actually out rebounding Miami. They have a t- you know by two plus two advantage there, but my gosh, Miami right now is shooting forty percent from three, fifty percent from the floor. Mm-hmm. Damn though, Houston's shooting forty four percent from three. They're four of nine from three. They're not getting to the free throw line a whole lot. I don't feel too terrible about this. Four turnovers to three. Oh no, that's 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 the difference right there. So Houston's turned the ball over four times. Miami has yet to turn the ball over 13 minutes into this game. That can be changed, though. If Houston's still shooting the ball well, like I'm more comfortable in Houston maintaining that than Miami forcing Houston into turnovers and Miami keeping pace with Houston this entire game. I think what happens here is, yes, thank you, God. And there you go. Thank you, There's God. A three, I don't 29, even need, I don't. I want you to get – see, here's the thing. I want all close games tonight. I want these all to come down to the wire, buzzer beaters. I want to have some fun. Yeah. This one, no. I want this to be an absolute murder. I want Miami to throw the flag in, to throw the white flag in with about 14 minutes to go in the second half. I love this idea. But it's not going to happen Mm -mm. because this team is just too damn tough. And it's what I get because I've ripped the ACC all year. It's true. It's a crappy conference. But Miami, man. It's coming back on you. They're like, stop bullying us. And as I say that, Houston drills two threes to tie the game. Let's Let's just keep talking up Miami. Miami is so great. Man, Miami is playing great basketball right now. I mean, they're not not turning the ball over at all. I don't know if you saw that. Not at all. Making every shot that they see. I would pay three hundred dollars right now to know who the hell is on my fantasy baseball team. Just just to have well, you're, any, already, have you're already paying five hundred for somebody to draft the team for you. So. Well, so I actually added a little something to that. Okay. Though. My right. team has to at least make the postseason. We don't need to win it well, all. Yeah. We make the postseason. My uh, cousin-in-law. He gets 500 bucks. Man, I would have Nick do the rest of the show. I'll just do that for you. That's an easiest 500 bucks ever. Yeah, $500. All I want to do is make the playoffs. Just get me in the dance. Because when I get into the dance, I'm like Izzo. I'm like Izzo in March. I just got to get there. Burlow, did you hear yesterday how he throws out his socks every time he wears them? He yeah. does what now? Yes. So I, I, there's, a, there's a reason why I'm bringing this up. Not to bring up that whole story again, but I'll bring it up quickly with you. You know the towel thing? He just uses two towels a day, showers twice a day. Yes. New towel. Welcome he also to just doesn't like taking socks and matching them up out of, the dr- out of the dryer. Hate it. So he just throws them out and gets new socks. Really weird, wasteful. I'm learning more and more every day yeah. that you... Are horrible with money, and also like You're I think horrible. I, you waste money on everything you possibly can. And Brillo, I think like a lot of people in this industry are full of crap. Like when they do shows, I think that some people like um, they they become characters. This is all real. Oh, my, this my, is, my, we oh, we, we, we could get my wife on tonight if we want. At some point, we may actually have to have her on. She's all excited about it. She's been like, she loved your uh, Instagram video that yeah. you put together. It was important that everybody knew how crazy you are. She said, finally, I get some validation here. <laughs> You're missing an opportunity, though. I found out last week my cousin is selling his socks and making a fortune off of it. I think that's like, weirder like, than what I do, Like Nick. a foot fetish website? Not even like that. I don't even know how it works. He was not there to defend himself, but my aunt was telling me that he Hold paid on. off a fine. Hold on. 
Hold on. It's, sell socks it's Sweet 16 money. and the games are going on and we already given up. How to make money from selling used socks in 2023. What the hell? My cousin. He is... Your cousin Vinny? The two youths? Ethan. Close. But so he's hey, an Ethan. So you're you're losing an opportunity there. You're throwing them away. You could just be disposing I, of them still. Nobody's buying guys, my socks. I have a step by step instructional there you go site right now telling me how I can make money selling my used socks on the internet. So why would anybody pay for used socks? What am I missing Listen, here? That's what, disgusting. What, what conversation did we have earlier? Many People customers are like weird. many per- customers like to purchase stinky socks that have been used for a long time. The more you wear them, the better. The hell is going on in what, this world? First off, I don't even want this in my internet history search, but it's too late now. Yeah, like, you're gonna get home and your wife's. You know what's funny, man? I have like a, a search, like I have my son on my thing, so I can I, monitor what he's doing. So sometimes, if I look up something weird, my wife like sees it. Other popular <laughs> products to sell include ankle, foot, and leg warmers and fishnet stockings, knee highs, and leg warmers. What? See, like we I have know... got, we are, we are oh. just doomed as a society, like. I'd rather waste my money on throwing out socks than buying someone else's socks. Now, granted, yeah, at least Scott Lynn, executive producer of the show, Scott Lynn, buys game-worn jerseys. But there's a collector's mentality to that. Yeah, that's not that's weird a little at all. sweaty. That's not weird, though. No, it's a little, little sweaty. They're a little gross, but... They're worth money. Th- this is unbelievable. How much can you charge... Co- I, was, I thought we were going to do Fake News Friday. I, you have derailed the show. This is the third day in a row that something involving socks. Ryan Horvath's... Well, this isn't me being weird, though. No, but it started off with that, and here we are again derailing the show. But I, the amount you could charge for a pair of worn socks is determined by how how long you've worn them and what sort of activities you did while wearing them. Prices range from three dollars to more than two hundred dollars per pair, with an average selling price of ten to thirty dollars. So There's, I go out and I play like three games of full court basketball. They're nice, sweaty, and stinky. I could I could really get some loot for those. I'll huh? price that. The hell, am I doing betting games? Might as well just go home, grab all my sticky socks, toss them in a box, send them over to your cousin. What's your cousin's name again? Ethan. Ethan. And we'll sell those things together. There you go. We'll retire on a beach somewhere together. My just favorite me part and of Ethan. the whole story is he started this because he got a fine. They wouldn't tell us what the fine was for, but he got a fine, and that's how he paid it off. Are you close with this cousin? Yes. I like this guy. I I, I can't. I, I, I'm going to have to do more research on this. We should have my I got. I, need, I actually need new socks. You know, they get lost. It's like Tupperware and socks. They just disappear. Yeah, that's why you just throw them away and you just buy new ones. I don't want to go. Makes your buy, life a lot less stressful. Do you stressful. go out to the store or do you just order pairs like on repeat? No, sometimes I'll go out to the store. Like sometimes I got to get out of the house. I got to walk around a little bit. What a waste of time. Go to like a Kohl's. Waste of time. All right, let's do fake news Friday because this is not fake news with what you do. I'm seriously, I need to know more about this selling your used socks. This is this is one of those weird, like I have to go down a rabbit hole and, and, and actually read about people doing this, but I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, I'm going to have to like do this at home. Yeah. Not on the work computer. I don't know where it's going to take me. Also, Alabama coming back. San Diego State. Melt, let's go. Melting down here. Well, I need San Diego State to cover. I'm concerned here. Miami's up two with five minutes to go. I think a dog wins outright and a favorite covers. And I have a feeling I might be on the wrong side of both. Fake news. Burlow, what you got for us? There we go. Let's let's move to the NBA a little bit. Let's talk about the Dallas Mavericks. They're four and six in their last ten games and are seven and eleven since they traded for Kyrie Irving. True story or fake news, the Oklahoma City Thunder would be more of a threat in the playoffs than this Mavericks team. So Here's the thing. Are you including Kyrie Irving in this? Like, are they are they fully healthy? Yes. Normally, I would say that that's a crazy easy statement, right? It'd be the Dallas Mavericks without question. You got Luka. You got Kyrie. 
Here's the thing. Christian Wood. They both, Christian Wood, they both have the same record right now. The Thunder are 7-3 and three in their last 10 games. And you also have Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who's playing like an MVP. Yeah, he's awesome. And they play with more effort. There's more chemistry. There's more balance to that roster. The Thunder have overachieved th- multiple seasons in a row now. When they've been ever since Chris Paul got there, and they thought they were going to be tanking that year, and they made the playoffs. Yeah, I I can't believe I'm I'm actually saying this, and this is good for you for coming up with this. But man, it's a true story. The Thunder would be more of a threat in the playoffs than this Dallas Mavericks team. They are desperate, and the Mavericks look like a complete mess right now. Yeah, I can't believe I'm saying this. I might actually agree with you, though, because OKC's been playing together all year. Like yeah. you said, Shea's been great. He's been really good the last two years. I know they shut him down last year uh, to go in full tank mode. But And the funny thing is, the crazy thing is, this team's going to get even better with these draft picks that they have when they get Chet Holmgren back, um, obviously. So I would actually probably say OKC, which is wild because you have two of the top 15 players in the league in the backcourt for Dallas, but it just looks like a mess right now. Kyrie... What's the motivation even when he does come back and he is healthy? I just don't think that they have enough. I'd go OKC. Just yeah. show that he's healthy to get a good contract from the Lakers. That's yeah, it. Pretty much. Man, Alabama, 36-32. Man, Miami. Perfect. Keep it close. Alabama win. That's what we need. Well, we got it. We, we, we want Bama down, though. I don't think San Diego State's going to be able to keep this game close. Fair. Sorry, though. Go on. Fake news. Fake news Friday. Uh, Paolo Bancaro is the runaway favorite for NBA Rookie of the Year this season. True story or fake news? The Magic have the brightest future of the five non-playoff teams in the East, even if one of the other teams gets Victor Wimbledon. Absolutely true. Absolutely. I love this Magic team. Me too. My Magic. Our Magic. Our Magic. We bet them to win the division. Again, they were a long shot, and it's not working out. I'm going to flip it back around, and I'm betting them to win the Southeast next year. Me too. The Hornets are terrible, and they have really no direction right now, and Steve Clifford's not a good coach. The Pistons are a 16-win team, a complete mess right now. The Wizards love to spin their tires in the mud of NBA purgatory. They are the ultimate definition of mediocrity. Now, I do like the Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton specifically. Love him. But if you go through and you look at an entire roster, and you just look at maybe just, for one, the Magic are really young. They're really young. But you now you add Paolo Bancaro. Both Wagners are good. Wendell Carter's been great this year for them. If they keep Gary Harris around, Gary Harris is more of a, you know, a veteran that you can be kind of be the glue for that team. He's a consistent, at least a consistent guy for them. Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs sucks. I don't know what's happened. It's terrible. He's been horrible in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, he's been a disappointment. Huge disappointment. But like out of all that, I absolutely love, and I was saying this before the season even started, I love the magic. Like I love the direction they're going. It's an example of how if you draft well, you can really put something together. Next year, the magic will be in at least the play-in tournament. No, I completely agree, man. Like, Caro's awesome. He's really damn good. He does not look like a rookie. Like, nights. could be an MVP one day good. Absolutely. Yeah. I think he will be. And I like that team. Now, the thing is, are you going to be able to keep that core together? Are you going to, are you going to be able to you know bring in free agents to yeah. Orlando? Not the hottest free agent destination any you got longer. Disney World? Come on now. But you do have Disney World. You got Mickey Mouse. I mean, back in the day, man. I mean, well, they weren't able to keep Shaq, actually. Or Dwight Howard. Or Dwight Howard. Or Penny Hardaway. Yeah. Well, eventually just traded Penny Hardaway. There's too many injuries for Penny. But I, well, I like true. this Magic team, yep. man. So I will say uh, I agree. Yes. The only other team that I would put in that stratosphere at this point mm. is the Pacers. And that's if they get Wembenyama. Yeah, if they get him. So and that would, Halliburton, too. That huh? would be that's, the only team that I'd be like, okay, that's that's a difference maker right there. So Halliburton is, is I mean, Halliburton is going to be a perennial all-star. I, yes. I think he, he, and again, the Kings and Pacers both won that trade. That rarely happens. The question for me is, like, what does this Pacers roster look like in the offseason? Do they trade Buddy Heald? 
I know they re-signed Miles Turner, but that doesn't mean that he won't get traded. So I just don't know whether this whole core is going to stay together. Orlando's got a young team where they can keep a lot of this together. Yeah. Which makes a huge difference. Yeah. No, I know, man. And uh, that that's always the thing, though, like with these teams. Like OKC, even a couple OKC a couple years ago. They yep. went to the finals, couldn't even keep them together. So that's the only thing I worry about is just the market.